The, the last thing that happens in the book of Acts is that Paul's in prison. And if Paul had been executed, I think it would have shown up in the book of Acts. And, uh, and Paul, we don't get the execution of Paul in the book of Acts. The early church gathered together for worship and prayer. The early church expanded. Join Pastor Hook as we learn lessons from the book of Acts as God grows his church. So, uh, this will be a study into the book of Acts. And the book of Acts is probably one of the most fascinating and wonderful books in God's scripture after the Gospels. I love the Gospels. I love reading about Jesus, the parables of Jesus, the stories of Jesus, the miracles of Jesus, all the stuff about Jesus. And we have four different accounts of that. And we went through the book of Matthew in that account of Jesus. And I thought about going through the book of Luke and then going directly from the book of Luke into the book of Acts. But it would have taken us a long time to get through the book of Luke. Uh, and then... Um, then it would it could have gone into that, but I think I think it's okay to just pick up this second half of the book of Luke. There are a lot of people that believe that this Gospel of Luke and then the book of Acts were originally written as kind of one work that were kind of pulled apart. I don't know if I believe that. I think it was the original Gospel, but then shortly after that uh, we have the book of Acts. Now, who is Luke? Well, Luke was a doctor. Uh, they called him Dr. Luke, a very, very intelligent, well-educated man, um, good writing style, uh, all, the, all the great things that, uh, that Luke does. Uh, and I guess I could spend some time talking about who Luke is. Um, we don't know a whole lot about him. He's one of the gospel writers. He Obviously, we do know that he, attend, that he was with Paul. Uh, he joins Paul about midway through the book of Acts. And then, and we know that because he goes from speaking in the third person, this happened, this happened, this happened, and they did this, they did that, they did that, into speaking in the first person that we did this, we, we, we did this, this is what we did, and that sort of thing. So he joins up with Paul um, halfway through the book of Acts. And we'll, we'll see that as we get through the book of Acts. Um, but... Other than that, we don't know a whole lot about him. We know he's well-educated, uh, calls himself a doctor. People call him a doctor. Um, very, very good Greek writing style. Obviously a good guy. Obviously bought into the whole um, Jesus movement at that time. And uh, of course, there's always debates about when it was written. Uh, I believe it was written early. I think it was written probably in the mid <clears throat> you know, 40s or 50s AD, something like that. So it was a very, very early book. There's always people that are going to say it was later than that. Um, but uh, I think if it had been written, the, the last thing that happens in the book of Acts is that Paul's in prison. And if Paul had been executed, I think it would have shown up in the book of Acts. And, uh, and Paul, we don't get the execution of Paul in the book of Acts. And so therefore, I think that that's about when Luke finishes the book. Uh, you know, at least that's what the book of Acts is. And, and maybe it would be great if there was a third book by Luke that had 
all the stuff from the early church from when Paul's in prison to when he's executed to the expansion of the church after that, but we don't. So did Luke die at that point? Um, did other people pick up the mantle? Uh, did Luke lose hope because Paul died? and Or did, was Luke drafted into some other area of Christianity and needed to do things to expand the church beyond writing down what happened and he figured somebody else would do it? And there are some other accounts to, you know, other church fathers that wrote down or, or maybe he did write it down. But... For whatever reason, maybe in one of the conquests or you know one of the early things of the church, somebody destroyed it. Um, you just you just never know. But we don't have a third chapter, a third episode, epic of of the of this story. Now the book of Luke is written to this book of Acts. Both Gospel of Luke and the book of Acts are written to a guy named Theophilus. Mighty Theophilus. Actually, well, let's just read. Um, we'll just start reading a little bit of the book of um, of Luke uh, of Acts and see kind of where it takes us. So, if I can, if this works, and I'm hoping it does, I've changed things a little bit around a little bit. So, hopefully, this works. Ah, yes, it does. All right. So, this is Acts chapter one, and it goes like this: In my former book, Theophilus, the Gospel of Luke. I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up into heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. So there you have it. Um, Luke is writing to a guy named Theophilus, and he wrote about Jesus, that everything he did and to teach until the day was taken up into heaven. If you go back into the Gospel of Luke, you see Jesus taken into heaven, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. All right, so he's writing to Theophilus. Who's Theophilus? Um, well, of course, don't know. Didn't have um, a lot of ways to track people's lives, birth certificates, death certificates, and things like that. Uh, the church has been very good about that uh, throughout history, throughout Western history. But at this point, there was very, very little written. We have no idea who Theophilus was. But we have some clues. Uh, and if you just, it's interesting, if you just go to Wikipedia, you can you can see some of the some of the stuff that they write. So this is just from Wikipedia. Theophilus is the name or honorary title of the person to whom the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles are addressed. It is thought that both the Gospel of Luke and Acts of the Apostles were written by the same author and often argued that the two books were originally a single unified work. Both Luke and Acts were written in a refined Koine Greek, and the name Theophilus, Theophilus, as it appears therein, means friend of God or beloved by God. Theos being God and philos being friend. You've heard of philanthropy, that is uh, philos. Um, uh, so um, theos and philos is friend of God in the Greek language. The true identity of Theophilus is unknown with several conjectures and traditions around an identity. In English, Theophilus is also written Theophilus, both a common name and an honorary title among the learned Romans and Jews of the era. The life of Theophilus would coincide with the writing of Luke and the author of Acts. So we know that um, it's contemporary with Paul, contemporary with Acts. Uh, he's writing kind of at the same time um, that, that Paul is doing his missionary journey, uh, you know, starting his churches. Um, there's a Coptic view of who he is. 
The Coptic tradition asserts that Theophilus was a person and not an honorary title. The Coptic Church claims that the person was a Jew of Alexandria. Similarly, John Wesley, in his notes on the New Testament, recorded that Theophilus was a person of eminent quality at Alexandria, which he understood to be the tradition of the ancients. That's interesting. So Wesley records that he's a person of eminent quality in Alexandria, which of course is in Egypt, uh, which is... um, was was what he believed that uh, the early church fathers would have said that that's who he is. Um, but there's other people. Others say, this is continuing on Wikipedia, others say that Theophilus was probably a Roman official of some sort because Luke referred to him as a kratistas, or the Greek is kratiste, uh, optime, in the Latin Vulgate translation, meaning most excellent, although in the parallel introduction to Acts, he's simply referred to as Oh, Theophilus. He could have been an honorary title. That tradition maintains that Theophilus was not a person. It's just an honorary title. means friend of God. Some believe it's Paul's lawyer, which is interesting. Paul's in prison and uh, has to make a defense uh, that Paul should be granted uh, reprieve from execution. And so he probably had a lawyer. Maybe he had enough funds or the church raised enough funds to hire a lawyer and that he had to talk about who Paul was. And so all of this was written down to understand who Jesus was and who Paul was and the whole history of that, and that that was presented at the trial of Paul. And maybe that's why uh, the, Luke wrote the, the gospel, was that uh, he presented both chapter, both of these things to Paul's lawyers so that he could present a defense of Paul. Paul, of course, is executed, uh, and this was grabbed by the church so that they could hold on to it. Um, you know, become part of the Gospels and then part of the Acts of the early church. Uh, And there was no third chapter because Paul didn't need it anymore because he was executed. And so um, maybe it was Paul's lawyer. Another interesting one is, uh, was a Jewish priest. A growing belief points to Theophilus ben Ananus, high priest of the temple in Jerusalem from 37 to 41. In this tradition, Theophilus would have been a Kohen, which is a priest, and a Sadducee. That would make him the son of Annas, the brother-in-law of Caiaphas, raised in the Jewish temple. Adherents claim that Luke's gospel was targeted at Sadducee readers, and this might explain a few features of Luke. He begins a story with an account of Zacharias, the righteous priest, who had a temple vision of an angel. And this is true. Zacharias does have this. I mean, it all starts with this vision, right? So that that kind of is interesting. That That's fascinating. Uh Then Luke quickly moves into the account of Mary's purification, Jesus' temple redemption. So you can see how a lot of the events in Luke uh, would have been directed towards, you know, towards somebody who works in the temple. So all of those are pretty interesting ways to think about who uh, Theophilus is. Uh, We are very grateful that Luke decided to write this this beautiful book, uh, both the the gospel of Luke and then the acts of the apostles. So um, that's, um, that's about all we know about Luke and, and Theophilus, uh, who they are in history. We, we unfortunately don't have a lot more to go on than based upon the gospels and the church tradition. Um, so um, I, think that's, uh, I think that's where we'll end it. I know that the Bible study portion of this will be very, very short. Um, 
But as we get into this, we'll we'll start making um, very, very much longer episodes. But this would be a good time to close. Um, so uh, let's see. So thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll close in a quick prayer. Gracious God, thank you for this day. Thank you for time off, uh, for refreshment. And be with us as we study this beautiful book. In Jesus' name, amen.